It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. Good evening to you. Welcome to the PSL Radio Show. Second Jalo, I'm Brad Browning for Dwayne DeLocker this week. And before we get to all your footballing action from the weekend, let's take a look at some of the stories making news headlines today. And we start with some rugby. Lions coach Yuan Ackerman has confirmed that he will be leaving the franchise at the end of the season to take up a coaching role with English club Gloucester. Ackerman says it wasn't a decision he took lightly. It wasn't easy. It wasn't just a one-day thing. It was a quite a long time. But um, at the end of that is Gloucester and it is going to hopefully enhance me as a coach. That was the main reason for it because, I mean, I haven't been as happy as I've been here. You know, as before in my life, I enjoyed every time I get out of my car. It was a pleasure to come here. And, um, so it was a, was a rapid decision to, to get better as a coach, hopefully, and experience something different, new competitions. And I command the Lions went from Super Rugby Wilderness in just four seasons to the final of the competition last year, having to rebuild the team from scratch. An emotional Ackerman said even though he's leaving, his heart is still with the Lions this season. They mean more to me than just players, and um, I owe it to them to be 100% committed, and then obviously I owe it to the, to the union for what they've done in my coaching career. So there's no doubt to my commitment to the to the Lions all the way, hopefully till the last hurdle, but that, that we must still do a lot of hard work. A replacement is yet to be named. In other Super Rugby news, New Zealand centre Sean Treby joins the Stormers on a short-term contract as injury cover in the midfield. On to some football, Cape Town City announced today that they've signed Malawian teenager Isaac Kaliati. The uh, City are in action tonight as well. A win will see them go top of the AFSA Premiership once again. They host Chip United at the Athlone Stadium. Kickoff at 7.30. And finally, in cricket news, former Proteas coach Gary Kirsten has joined the Hobart Hurricanes for the next two Australian Big Bash League seasons. The club announced today that they've made the appointment after an extensive recruitment process which included panel interviews with Australian and Tasmanian cricketing greats Ricky Ponting and David Boone. Coming up next, we will chat some football. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. You're listening to the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo, and uh, it was sad news uh, last week when we heard of the passing of a South African footballing legend. Uh, been around the sport for many, many years. We're obviously talking about uh, Dr. Molomela, who was very much involved uh, in football in the Free State. And we're joined now by the DG, Free State Provincial Government, Mr. Kopong Rakilotsane. Uh, DG, welcome on to SAFM Sports Rap this evening, the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo. Thank you for your time. A massive loss. Uh, no, you obviously, you obviously speak. Good evening, up. good evening, Brent, uh, and your listeners. Thank you very much for inviting us. DG, a massive loss to South African football. The doctor had uh, really left his his DNA in, in in football, not just in the Free State, but uh, in in South Africa. Yes, uh, Doctor Ramzai Pedros Molinela is a well-known soccer legend. He has been in football almost for. Uh, better part of his life. He has been involved with football in our area of uh, Bloemfontein since 1972. So you would, and, and as part of 
the owner uh, or people that brought up the Celtics that we know today until he became the sole owner of the team in uh, 1984. DG, how big a loss is the the doctor's uh, death to to the footballing fraternity? He obviously wasn't. He, he was an honorary president, a lifelong president of of Bloom Celtic, uh, but but he was a huge fan of the game and uh, he, he left he left a, a big hole that that needs to be filled. Really, uh, everybody was a brand on his own. He made Celtics what it is. He was, but actually, also be, long before anybody was about to speak about Africa, he was already using players from Africa, integrating the entire continent. We will remember people like uh, Kiroli, uh, people like Kadango, who were from other countries in Africa, Malawi, Zambia, uh, Swaziland, Lesotho, Quite a number of players that came from various areas in our land, in our in our, in our continent. Did you obviously the stadiums named after him? Are there any other plans going forwards for for the, the the government and the Free State to 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 remember the the doctor? We are in mourning. We are celebrating his life uh, continuously. We have honoured him whilst he was still, he was still alive. Alive, so we will continue to honor him with the role that he has played. Uh, Dr. Molinello was a community leader, he was a, a very important uh, uh, individual, an eminent individual who contributed immensely to the growth of the free state. We will remember he constructed so many schools, uh, so many hospitals, uh, so many uh, clinics, and uh, various government facilities that he personally constructed. In the in the in the province here, he was a, a very strong uh, construction owner for over, over a long period of time. So we will be able to still extend his legacy to some of these uh, monuments that he has personally created with his own hands. DG, you, you mentioned the, the 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 impact he had outside of football. You mentioned the schools and 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 just how he built the the community. As as much as youngsters coming up want to be football stars and they want to be recognised for their skills on the pitch, we need administrators and good administrators as much as we need good players in in, in football, don't we? Truly speaking, at that time in around 1984, it was not easy to get a sponsor. So he actually used uh, his money to make the people of the free state happy, to make the people of Bloemfontein happy, to make the people of South Africa uh, to celebrate as well as it for people from Africa to have uh, jobs here, players and so on. So he, he contributed a lot personally uh, because at the time there were not even uh, commercial sponsorships. It is important that we should all sacrifice to that level, my friend. Absolutely, and your memories of of the man. Thinking back, I mean, in twenty years from now, if I had to ask you about him, what will what will you remember about him? You know, everybody in Bloemfontein is remembers when he used to invade the pitches when he was not happy about the referee, <laughs> uh, and but also as a strong supporter of Celtics who would uh, come to every game properly played like a supporter and not like an owner with a tie, but you'll come with the regalia of Bloemfontein Celtics. We we'll remember him as a man who has uh, who has established uh, monuments, which we can remember through his construction company. We will remember him as a man that uh, the whole community of free state uh, endeared, uh, or he endeared himself to the entire community of the free state. 
Absolutely a huge loss to not just football in the Free State, but in South Africa and on the continent of Africa as well. Director General Free State Provincial Government, Mr. Kopong Ralikutsane, thank you so much for joining us on the PSL Radio Show. Thank you, thank you very so much. much. Thank you very, very much, Brent, for talking to us. Thank you. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. You're listening to the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo. It was April Fool's Day on Saturday, and uh, I saw a couple of really good April Fool gags. One of them uh, was Maritzburg United uh, appointing Brian Zuma, their communications manager, as their new assistant coach, and he joins us now. Uh, Brian, should I be calling you coach, or is it uh, just for Saturday you had that appointment? No, well, that was a 24-hour appointment, my brother, yeah. <laughs> Welcome on to the show. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, a good win. Uh, it wasn't an April Fool's joke this weekend for United. Three points in the bag. Yeah, and uh, one thing beautiful about April Fool's thing is that uh, we were not fooling anyone with the three points. It's a reality. Uh, we needed the points, and, uh, uh, you know, um, we, 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 we've always been saying that, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we we're playing well, uh, we're not, but just that we're not converting chances that we're creating. Even under Rochester, uh, we were a good side, but the rest were just coming, and we were happy that uh, we managed to get the three points on Saturday. Yeah, 2-1 against Ajax Cape Town, and it was a late goal from the Urban Warriors. That must be disappointing that you let one uh, slip right at the end there, a nervous uh, final five minutes, but, uh, yeah, a, a positive performance nonetheless. Absolutely, Fred. You know, the coach was very angry with the boys uh, at, at, at the back there, you know, for allowing Ajax to pull that one back, because once you pull one back, you know, anything can happen, you know, and, and, and it was a very scary uh, situation for us, as it were, you know, uh, but uh, we're grateful that we managed to, to get the three points, but like I said, the, the coach is working on the on the concentration for the defense, for, for, for them to concentrate 90 minutes throughout the game, because two minutes of a lapse, then people will get their eyes on you, you know, but uh, we are grateful that uh, we managed, and we are going to one of the parades uh, next year, uh, Tuesday, we're hoping that um, uh, the defence um, uh, lapse in conversation that we had will not be it will not be the case again uh, against Pirates. Yeah, looking at Pirates, obviously they lost to Free State Stars this weekend. So mm-hmm. you, you must fancy your chances uh, in that one next Tuesday. Pirates are vulnerable at the moment, no doubt about that. You know, I'm sure their confidence is low and uh, something like that. You know, but uh, uh, on the other hand, depending on how. Uh, the approach uh, by the by the technical team is in terms of their mental, uh, you know, uh, um, situation as it were. Uh, they might come back very dangerous. So we cannot take it for granted that uh, because they are uh, in a bad spell and think that uh, things are going to be easy. We are preparing for uh, to play against the Paris that we know that is a, is a dangerous Paris with quality players and they can always be, you know, be dangerous at any given day. So we are preparing for a very serious game against Paris. Mm. Brian, looking at the log as it stands now, Maritzburg United sitting uh, in eighth, which is fantastic. The bottom half of the log is extremely tight. I mean, Barocca bottom uh, on 18 points, so there's not much in it from, from where you are at eighth to bottom of the log. But uh, for, for everything that's happened uh, around the, the technical team and, and, and coaching team for Maritzburg this season, as a club, you must be pretty chuffed how things are progressing. Brad, look, the interesting thing is that uh, if you look at the Brad, that Father uh, Davis uh, record, uh, he's been in charge of, for six games now. He has won three, he has drawn three. It's a very good record by any means. You know? So we believe this Father uh, will be able to, to steer the ship into realizing our vision and our goal that we set for the season, which is to finish at the top eight. So, yeah, we are confident that the difficult team led by Father will be able to deliver on that, on that vision. Let's talk about the coach. With with Roger leaving, Roger Desai leaving, uh, 
is Fudley Davids, I mean, it was announced he's taking over as caretaker coach. Is there a decision on the future of the head coach imminent, or is it a case of, you know what, let's, let's see the season out and we'll make a decision from there? Absolutely. The latter is correct, Brett. Uh, we are going to see the season out with uh, Fadlu being at the helm, uh, assisted by the technical team, and of course, we're putting every support that we can as management and, 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 and so on. So, yeah, he will plead. The, 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 the agreement was that the remaining nine, phase, uh, nine games, let him be in charge, and it's nine games to go now. And um, at the end of the season, then the, the, the director, I mean, the chairman, and, and uh, the directors will make a, a decision whether or not. Uh, they want to continue with Fadlu or whatever the case is. So at the moment, it's him until the end of the season and, and then the decision will be made later on. No Nedbank Cup action for Maritzburg United this week. Like you say, Pirates next week, Tuesday. Is it a bit frustrating, stop-start? Uh, we've just come out of international break. You've played one game and now you've got more than a week off till your next next fixture? Yeah, it's a plus and a minus, you know, in most cases, because uh, in cases where you've got, uh, like, knocks on injuries and stuff like that, then at least you get the guys to, 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 to recuperate. But you are lucky, uh, no casualties. Uh, our casualty room is empty at the moment. Uh, that's why we cook and have the friendly game on Thursday, uh, so that uh, we like, get into action, as it were. It's, it's, it's important to be consistent uh, in terms of playing uh, uh, competitively, but what can you do? Uh, when there are breaks, there are breaks, you can't do anything about it. That's why we cook and have uh, you know, um, um, uh, a friendly game for Thursday. Uh, so that uh, we know we go to to Tuesday at least uh, we we are consistent in terms of uh, having played uh, some opposition of some kind. You know. Brian, I'm not sure if the whole post mortem has been done from Saturday's win over over Ice Cape Town, but what are some of the areas that the coach really wants to work on ahead of the Pirates clash? I think about it. What what are some of the areas that the coach really wants to work on and thinks you need to improve uh, when it comes to to the way you're playing ahead of the Orlando Pirates match? Yeah, yeah, like I said earlier on, Brad, you know, I, th- I think we just need to be made to make sure that uh, we do not have those uh, uh, lapses uh, of a minute, two minutes, two minutes at the back uh, to allow a team to, to, you know, to, to regroup and, and, and be able to, 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 to come and play against us. Because we are confident in terms of the structure that Fatlu uh, has come up with. You know, we're very confident uh, how we build up. Uh, with intensity from the middle field going to the final third and so on. We're very confident with the way that we played, you know. Uh, we could do better as well in terms of uh, uh, finishing up with the job that we've done. I mean, like given to uh, he could have scored a goal when he was just one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Unfortunately, he missed that one. Uh, uh, you know, he had another chance there. Unfortunately, that wasn't to be. Uh, so also those chances that we get, you know, even if it's half a chance, but the ones I'm talking about were not half chances. Those were clear chances that we missed out on. So, so in terms of concentration at the back defensively, and also think critical of time. Those are the two major issues that the coach is working on right now. All communications manager for Maritzburg United, Brian Zuma, joining us this evening. Brian, thanks for your time. Uh, best of luck for that friendly on Thursday and uh, all the best for the clash against Orlando Pirates next week, Tuesday. All right, it's a pleasure to you, Brian. Thanks, my brother. CFL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. You're listening to the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo. I'm Brad Brown, in for Dwayne DeLocker this evening. And uh, some very interesting results this weekend in the Absolute Premiership, to say the least. A couple of surprises. Uh, and uh, one that, I don't know if I was surprised, but uh, I think a lot of people were, was the Free State Stars Orlando Pirates results. And uh, it was a fantastic game of football, exciting, thrilling to watch. And it was Free State Stars that were victorious by three goals to two. We joined now by the coach of Free State Stars, Sarami Latuaka. Sarami, welcome onto uh, the PSL radio show, Second Jala. First up, congratulations on the three points. You must be pretty chuffed. Thank you for having me, Brad. I must say that uh, uh, the pressure 
we, we had to ease the pressure and uh, one of us cited in that uh, uh, when you're second from last, it's very, very difficult. But at least we have, uh, in a way, we are a little bit relieved that uh, we are not second from bottom. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Sram, if you look at the other results this weekend, I mean, Baraka picking up three points, the, these three points against Pirates, uh, in, in the greater scheme of things, could be vital coming into the season. Uh, it's a great result for us, I must say. And no problem with the three points, except us to be able to beat uh, Orlando Pirates. But uh, the boys were really rushed up, and the boys are aware of the predicament that we are in. Well, they had to make sure that uh, they fight with everything that we have. And we had to make a good plan where the boys could express themselves and they really apply themselves in a proper way. Going 2-0 up early on, it, it must have really... I mean, you must have must have been pretty excited about that and then conceding that own goal. How, how did you, you feel about that? I mean, half an hour in, 2-1, well, you scored all three goals. It must be frustrating. Although you have the lead, it's nervous times. Yeah, we, it's, it's very, very nervous when uh, you are 2-0 up, like you say. Uh, you wish it was the 88th minute and uh, <laughs> you are only two minutes to go. And uh, the first goal in three minutes, and, uh, uh, in less than 20 minutes already, the second goal has been spot. And you're asking yourself, are we going to hold on to, to this lead and uh, conceding an own goal at that time? But uh, I believe in the boy for whatever reason. I believe that this is the one game that we are going to win, and uh, it really happened. The boy fought for it, especially in the in the second half. He could see glimpses of pirate uh, combination play in the midfield, and uh, we had to make sure that uh, we come back with a strategy to tie and close the midfield, which was making a lot of combination play. Even the penalty that they got is as a result of. Uh, the combination play that uh, they were doing at that time. Mm. And uh, the first goal as well, uh, that had to happen from the cross. Uh, we didn't mark properly. And uh, this is the one area that uh, we had really worked on to be sure that uh, they cannot get anything from the crosses. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what are some of the positives that you take out of, out of that uh, win on Saturday? Um, our team is scoring. Our team has been scoring. And uh, if you're able to put a free pass pilot, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great positive for us. Uh, unlike where you have a situation where you just go one goal, it really tells us that we are creating a lot of opportunities. We are converting the chances that we are getting. Although the rate does not tally with the number of chances that we create, I, I think in the first half it could have been four. Um, if I look at it, when I, I look at it uh, after the match, we could have been uh, maybe could have scored four goals in, in the first half. But uh, we have to improve the ratio of us converting the chances that we have created. So the big positive again is uh, our team is also playing. We're not just kicking the ball forward and hoping for the other teams to make mistakes. Uh, the boys are really playing good football. We are able to start from the back. Uh, all the way. So this is a big positive for us because how many teams who are in that position will just want to get the ball as quick as possible to the final point. But we get it in a very constructive way. For me, that is uh, a great positive uh, for us. Uh, 
might have got to believe in that we are still able to play, we are still able to score goals, we are still able to create a lot of chances in the game. And uh, the last thing that I thought about him is they scoring a lot of our goals from uh, the first place. And uh, that gives us something to say. This is the area that we have been working uh, quite a lot on uh, in trying to get uh, our goals through uh, the standard situation. And it's happening for us. Coach, if I can just ask you to move around, we seem to be losing you a little bit. But uh, looking ahead to this coming weekend, Nedbank Cup action, and it's almost uh, Groundhog Day. Pirates again at home. This win must give you lots of confidence going into that clash. Uh, definitely. But uh, we see this game as uh, a platform where we prepare our boys for the game against uh, Barocca. Mm. And uh, you will remember that in my position through the fourth booking and we are saying we're using this game against Pirates in the cup whatever the result but we are using this we are going to use our, our best team that is available we are not going to say that we rest certain players we going all out for it and um, we hope for that uh, it will happen very difficult for anybody to come out of that peak uh, uh, where we are playing you will remember it was the same story against Super Sport we could not convert the chances that we created on the day. But uh, we are hopeful that uh, um, the English people call it the devil. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, and you mentioned Barocca. Uh, next week, Tuesday, the 11th, you travel to the Peter Macabre Stadium. Uh, that's a big one. A six-point swing there uh, with, with what's on stake in the league. Uh, it, it doesn't get much bigger. It's almost like a cup final for you. It's definitely a cup final for, for, for us. Uh, this is the most important game for us uh, this year because uh, Barocca is at the bottom and uh, beating Barocca means that uh, we have opened a gap of uh, three points uh, from where they are, from where we are, uh, seven points. Uh, that will be creating uh, at the moment the gap is four points. And if you beat them, uh, it will be a gap of seven points. And uh, it will give us a briefer. It will definitely give the team a briefer. And uh, we have to do everything that we can to make sure that we go and uh, beat Barocca in their own home game, home mm. stadium. As far as the squad goes, any injury concerns uh, personnel-wise? What's, uh, a- any worries? The captain of the team, uh, on tight muscles, that can be expe- expected. Is uh, from um, a long injury, and uh, with the intensity that we play with, uh, that's bound to happen. Uh, it's only him who's got a little bit of a knock, but you will remember we still have uh, still injured. We still have Sokoto, who is uh, also injured maybe two or three weeks. We're still waiting for that. But apart from that, from the team that played over the weekend, it looks like we still salute. We still have all the players. Uh, that we had in that game. Coach Sarami from Free State Stars, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Coach, much appreciated. Again, congratulations on the win. Best of luck uh, for your Nedbank Cup clash against uh, the Buccaneers this weekend. But uh, most importantly, I think from a league perspective, uh, good luck for, for that clash against Barocca next Tuesday. Thank you so much, Brett. And uh, we hope not to disappoint our supporters. Do everything that we can to get uh, this one through Pirates and uh, get the big points against Barocca. 
PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Well, as Safa's search for the new Bufana Bufana coach looks to be in its final stages, with Stuart Baxter set to make his return for his second stint in the job, Bidvest Vitz coach Gavin Hunt has got no ill feelings. Hunt was never approached for the job after Safa introduced a search committee in February that saw its top three preferred candidates failing to agree with Safa. Hunt, a three-time league championship winner, doesn't view the events of the last two months as a snub. Let's look at the committee first of all. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> Who's making decisions about the biggest situation in your country, in football? So that's the first thing you've got to do. Who's making those decisions? I mean, I must be on, I don't know, a thousand games now in the PSL. I've been the longest, besides Gordon, who's come and gone, come and gone. But for me, the longest unbroken run in South African football is me. I've been in the league the longest, uh, longer than anybody. So I, I, don't, I don't know what, what... I haven't had the big three clubs, cheese pies. You know, you know, you won't get me there. So what, what, I, what do you want me to do? I've never been coached a team outside the top six or seven. Any club, uh, sole players, produced players, being competitive, being organised. So those are all. So I don't know. I don't know. I, if you say to me, I, I don't feel hard done by because it, I don't get emotional about things like that. I'm just saying, who's picking? That's the first thing you got to do. I mean, how much football knowledge is there? So those are all the things. So I, I, I don't. I don't. No, I really don't. I don't. I'm not hard done by if that's the word or anything like that. One of the key requirements for the next Bufana coach is a good track record in CAF competitions. Many have seen this as Hunt's weakest point, but Baxter's no different. He's failed with Bufana before in 2006 World Cup qualifiers and also with Kaiser Chiefs on three occasions in reaching the CAF interclub competitions. Hunt feels that uh, as a South African, he was worth a mention at least. I'm emotional because it's South Africa and it's, it's something that I... It's your country. It's my country. I've been brought up here. I was... Bred here, I born here, I played here, I played in the worst time in this country. I played in the worst time when the white players didn't want to play in this country. I played right through, stoned, hijacked, chased with committees, went into the army vehicles. I played in the worst time when apartheid was at its highest and was going to fall. And I played. And my friends, who friends of mine today, all retired. They didn't want part of it. And I saw players, a person get necklaced in front of me, burnt alive, set on light with a, with a petrol bomb in front of me at Whitbank Places. Hunt started coaching at the highest level at Seven Stars back in 1997, where he introduced Benny McCarthy to professional football. He then left for his former team, Alenic, before going all the way to Toyondo to link up with Black Leopards, where he was voted PSL Coach of the Year, then followed a five-year spell at Morocco Swallows. Three league titles with Super Sports United. The 52-year-old says he knows almost everything about the local game. Every every culture, every nation, white, black, coloured, I've coached every nation, I've coached every type of player, I've done, I don't know, that's, that's where I've been, you know what I mean, with football. So, what else? I mean... At a time when Baxter's alleged to be demanding his son Lee be added to the Bufana Technical Committee as goalkeeping coach and also bringing two extra members of the technical team, is no different to the demands that were alleged to have been made by Herve Reynard. Hunt says the way Bufana is perceived around the world, it also affects them as local coaches. It hurts me to see, because I tell you by Bufana, I don't want to call it, I hate that name Bufana, mm-hmm. South Africa doing badly has affected us coaches. Mm-hmm. People forget about that. Because people say South Africa, where are you from, South Africa? How do we get judged as a South African coach? 
How does Pittsburgh get judged? How do I get judged? How do Steve Coppola get judged? As a South African coach, forget about black, white now and all this. We get judged on our national team. If our national team is good, then our coaches are good. If our national team is good, then our players will go to Europe more. When, when our national team was good in the 90s with Clive, Clive was hot property all around the world. And Clive didn't go, for whatever reason. Our players were hot property. Do you understand? Because now that our national team where it is in the last 10, 15 years, whatever has happened, our coaches are, are useless. Our players are no good. The teams are no good. Do you understand what I'm saying? By, by Sundown's winning loss, it was the best thing for us. For our coaches, for our teams, there's a little bit of, hey, they're not too bad. Obviously, they didn't do well in the World Club. Sure, sure. But that's another level now, again. Mm. That's, that's mm. another level. But we get judged on our national team. Coaches, players, clubs. You feel that you as a, a group of coaches, the distance between you and Huge. the national team... Is Huge. 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 I never got phoned once. I've never been phoned once about a player. Not once. Longest serving coach. Never been phoned once. About any player. The first thing I do is... The first thing I do is... I'll phone, get, I'll phone every coach. Who do you think is the best left back in the country? Who's number two in the country? Who do you think the best right back is? Get a feel. Find out who, what, how. Maybe they say something I don't know. Or don't see. You can't just bump up those things. And obviously watch our players. We need to be watching our players. The overseas ones, especially. who I knew as a 16-year-old boy out him at Supersport, he's the best midfielder in the country. And he couldn't make our national team. You watched him play against Guinea last week? Unbelievable. Yeah, we wait with bated breath to see who the next Bafana Bafana coach will be. CFL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. And that's pretty much it for the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Dwayne DeLock will be back again next week, Monday, so I'll be standing in for him this coming Thursday as well. We'll be chatting all things at Nedbank Cup as those fixtures uh, return tomorrow. But it was a fascinating weekend of football in the Premiership. Uh, win for Bloom Celtic, one for Maritzburg United. Kaiser Chiefs over Sundowns 2-1 there with uh, a very... Uh, yeah, own goal. Depends which side of the fence you're on. I was going to say disappointing, or uh, yeah, you'll take it gratefully. But Vest Vitz downing Platinum Stars, Free State Stars winning over Orlando Pirates. Three points for Golden Arrows over Highlands Park and Brock FC picking up a vital win away against Super Sport United. Coming up on the other side of seven o'clock, it is the Talk Shop with Naledi Maleo. Uh, if you want to be in touch, you can via social media. Just search for SAFM Radio or myself at Big Brad Brown, or you can pop an email to the executive producer. It is sport at safm.co.za. From myself and my producer, Siobhan Tetti, this evening, thank you for listening. It is 7 o'clock in time for your news.